The time to stash is now. Nate and I tell you who and why. Starting now. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Bauer, the best in the business. It's back in business. Joined as always by my faithful co-host, Nate Christian. Nate, hello again. Mike, Mike, there's only so many weeks left in the season. Yeah, Starting to realize coming, that. It's coming up quick. And then there's that weird week or two when the leagues are done and you're just watching football with no lineups to set. And Yeah, week 18 is weird. It is. And, you know, some of the games don't even matter. And just... And then you have some player just go off like crazy and then hopefully he's in your DFS lineup. Yeah, or hopefully it's a younger player that's playing because his team is out of contention and you've already bought him on the low low because Nate and I told you that you should stash him because big things were coming or at least bigger things than what they have been doing. So we're telling you some players that you must stash for your 2024 Dynasty Fantasy Football rosters. And hey, the best way to do it is by clicking on our subscribe button, subscribing to us, and then heading on over to patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind and trying out a free seven-day Patreon trial membership. Free. It's nice. And if you want to stay, we'd love you to. That would be awesome. But, Nate, let's get into it. Who is the first player you are stashing right now for next year? Look, I love to listen to what the NFL tells me, and the NFL told me, Robert Sala, cut Michael Carter, because he wanted to get opportunities for Israel Abanaconda. So that means it's worth stashing Abanaconda at this point. Um, You you might have already had him on your taxi squad. He might be on your waivers because he's been on the practice squad for most of the season. He just made his debut this past week. He had one rush for 11 yards. He had two targets, one reception for five yards. So they put him in. They got him some opportunities you know they they were true to the word hey we moved him from michael carter we want to see what this guy's got you know we have him under contract longer i believe michael carter was might have been the old brass he was a year ahead of Brizol. yes um so i don't know if i guess robert sala was still there at the time or that would have been right before robert sala i think michael carter was somewhere around there no yeah i can't remember Either. sorry we don't remember the exact new york jets there's been a years. lot of a lot of New York Jets coaches. They, I remember yeah. Rex Ryan. And then there was Adam Gase. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that one. <laughs> anyway, Israel Bonaconda, the NFL, you know, Robert Sala wants to try him out. I like running backs and Robert Sala's offense. My expectation here, best chance, best case scenario here, Israel Bonaconda is Brees Hall's handcuff. And that would be a really great scenario for you if you're um, going to be stashing Israel about Bonaconda. This guy's pretty much free. He might be, if he's on a team, you can trade him. Fourth for him, probably. I think a fourth probably gets it done. No one's holding him for him for a third. You're not buying him for a third. It's not worth that. But there is a path there to being the handcuff, the RB2 for Brees Hall and the New York Jets next season. Don't know how realistic it is. They might bring in competition. Israel Abanaconda, you know, a guy I'd like coming out of college, but we'll see if he can make him the NFL. It's pretty hard to make him the NFL, but he's got an opportunity. That's more than I can say for some other players. And I really like this, Nate, because Michael Carter's gone. Dalvin Cook will be gone next year. This yep. is a great handcuff, and handcuffs matter. We've seen players go down all the time, so I absolutely love this, and I'm going to tell you. Dalvin Cook might go down. He he very well could. 
And I agree, handcuff right now. I agree with this, and I agree with what you would pay for it too. I wouldn't overpay, but I'm definitely worth stashing a guy like this. Just like I'm stashing Washington Commanders running back Chris Rodriguez Jr. And guess mm. what I'm doing is that I almost called you, Zach. I'm taking a page out of Zach's handbook, and that's buying a handcuff. I think he's going to be Brian Robinson's handcuff next year. I don't think it's Antonio Gibson. I don't see it. The writing appears to be on the wall. So we're talking if Chris Robinson's the backup, you're one hit away from having a starting running back. We've seen that before. He was a very physical back at, back at Kentucky, and I think his game projects closer to Brian Robinson's than Antonio Gibson's does. It does. Yeah. So I think based on how Washington's offense is going to be, he could be a flex play some weeks depending on the matchup. He's a good backup for you. Could be maybe a flex spot starter. And if B-Rob misses some time, you know, he could be a potential running back too. He got some touches last week. He looked pretty good from what I saw. Not anything great yardage-wise, but he just looked good in the game flow. Um, and honestly, just what I'm seeing here, like my value for him, a fourth, like Izzy. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of the trades I pulled, I didn't even put him on here because he was a throw-in. Where he, complete afterthought, just a throw-in guy. Um I did see this one uh, trade straight up for Kendrick Bourne, and this was after Kendrick Bourne got hurt. Okay. Yeah, that's an interesting one. I just thought it was odd. Um, I think you get him for a fourth, at the most, a projected late third. I'd be more comfortable with a fourth, though. So, Nate, what do you think about that one? I think Chris Rodriguez is a guy that, like you said, fits Brian Robinson's profile more than Antonio Gibson. I believe in Gibson might be a – I believe he's a free agent after the season, so – Believe kind so. of a similar thing there, where you're, you know, you you have the guy who's on the roster right now who is set to be there next year. Might as well take a chance on him. That's especially because we've seen Brian Robinson be productive, and I don't think either one of us necessarily thought that Brian Robinson was the most talented running back in the NFL or the most explosive or versatile. But in this offense, he's been very productive. And you are right, um, Antonio. in the season, Brian Robinson. Yeah, and Antonio Gibson is a free agent after this year. So a little bit more clarity there as well. So Nate, now you're going to tell me who your next stash player is. My next stash is a stash actually had uh, sometime around this time last year after we tore his ACL. And that's Wandale Robinson, wide receiver for the Giants, which why would you want a wide receiver for the Giants? You certainly don't want, um, you're not betting your money on one this year, but they have to go somewhere. And there's not really much competition at the wide receiver position on the Giants right now. I do expect them to bring somebody in this offseason. They have to if they want to seriously compete and seriously give Daniel Jones a chance to do anything and earn his contract. So I do expect them to bring somebody in. But Wandale Robinson has that slot position on lockdown. When he is healthy, he is the starting slot receiver for that team. He dominates slot uh, snaps. He's out there. He creates yards after the catch. Um Right before his injury last year and during his rookie season, he was starting to break out. Um, We got taken away from us because of the injury. He's come back. As soon as he was healthy, he got back on the field. He's once again dominated snaps once he's been healthy. So I'm just once again kind of looking towards next year. This is a stash where if I can get the wide receiver two on the Giants next year, and I can get him right now for a third, you know, maybe a 20, 25, third, you might be able to get Wandale Robinson for even. Um, I do think a third is 24 third is what it's going to cost because he does have some production this year. He is still starting this year. But Wandale Robinson, possibly the Giants' best wide receiver right now. Hopefully a top three wide receiver for the team next year. 
If I get that, he's going to get volume out of the slot. We've always seen slot receivers, you know, get good targets, uh, no matter what the offense is, no matter who the quarterback is. The starting slot receiver is valuable in an offense. So if Wondell Robinson is that next year, that's what I'm betting on right now. With some time right now for him to be productive, Tommy DeVito didn't look too bad actually against the Cowboys, and that's a pretty good defense. Surprisingly, so, yeah. You know, there's still some room for Wondale to grow as we, you know, head towards the end of the season. And, you know, going into his third year, I think he's in a good opportunity to have have a chance next year. I don't hate that. And especially if it's 25 third, I'm all about that. I mean, this, this offense has to get better yeah. next year, right? I just, and they got to fix that offensive line though, too, because yeah. Daniel Jones was just taking a beating back there. And unfortunately he got hurt. So yeah, and Wandale, let me, let me show you this stat first four games back this year. So week three, four, five, six, five targets, six targets, six targets, eight targets. That's what I'm talking about. You know, as soon as he got back on the field, dominated targets. So you chase the volume. That's what you, we always do in fantasy football. Yeah, I agree with that. I like that a lot. And what I want you to do is chase us after we take a pause for this momentary break to hear a word from our sponsors. All right, welcome back, everybody. And I'm going to tell you about my next stash player, and that is Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver, Charlie Jones. He's the next Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd's going to be 30 next year. He's also a free agent. We know that Joe Burrow is going to be back. He's going to be healthy. And of course, the Cincinnati offense should go back to what we expect it to be minus Tyler Boyd, minus T. Higgins. So there is a potential that next year, Charlie Jones is the wide receiver too for the Cincinnati Bengals. There's also a potential that he's not. But if he is just 75% of what Tyler Boyd is and you're getting him for, you know, I saw a trade where he was traded for two fab dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something. Yeah, I, it's a I mean, right now, you know, his straight up, like we're talking fourth round draft picks. So the, the theme here today seems to be value, but that's okay. We're stashing these guys. You know, you don't stash high end players, you know, yep. when they're injured, it's not stashing. It's buying at an injury dip. This is stashing. These are value guys. If he's a wide receiver three or four in your team, and again, he's 75% of Tyler Boyd, give me that all day for a fourth-round draft pick. I also saw him being moved for guys like Odell Beckham Jr. So if you can move on from OBJ and get Charlie Jones, I would gladly do that as well. And, if and you after can- OBJ's performances, uh, you know, at this point, uh, as a recording last week, uh, you might be able to get Charlie Jones plus. Uh, you should be able to get like a third in Charlie Jones for OBJ. And if you could move on from two fab dollars for Charlie Jones, I would gladly do that as well. Because <laughs> that'll reset. Nate, you you agree with this? I like Charlie Jones. I think he's a great stash. You know, I think once again, the expectation is, you know, you're hoping to get the starting uh, you know, wide receiver three for the Bengals next year is kind of I think what the expectation is. And there's value in that because like we've said, you know, Tyler Boyd's been productive. So, you know, this is a guy you stash and if he does have some production next year, then you might get a couple of flex plays out of him. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely down with that. Now I need you to tell me who your next stash player is. Well, you know, Mike, I pulled this one from the deep, deep caves of fantasy football. And this guy, I don't think he is even really taxi eligible at this point um, because he's Not passed two years. Not anymore. <laughs> But he's still a stash. So this guy I'm recommending if you're like in a 35 plus roster league. Um, don't don't go drop in your players that actually have been producing or have some potential for Brevin Jordan 
here, Ooh. tight end for the Houston Texans. Ooh. Mike, you remember, I, I loved Brevin Jordan coming out of Miami. Mm-hmm. Thought, thought he had a lot of potential and just fell apart. But he's still seeing snaps. He's seeing 20 to 30% of snaps still over the last couple weeks. He's only 23 years old, Mike. He's old enough to just be a rookie again. This is a guy that is still developing. And the fact that he has, quite frankly, been so terrible his first two years and is back out getting on the field again his third year, you know, at that point, you can kind of get the feeling that he's not just going to bust out. He's not just like one of those late-round picks that after a year, they bounce on the practice squad a little bit, then you don't hear from him again. He's been in the league for three years now. So he's, he's sticking around. He's sticking around at this point. He's been sticky on the roster. So he's, he's getting some options. He's got a couple catches this year. He is part of the offense at times. Dalton Schultz is on a one-year deal, Mike. A one-year deal for Dalton Schultz. And with his production this year, he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid more than he was getting paid per year on his one-year deal. So I don't know if the Texans want to go down that route or not. I kind of expect them to re-sign Dalton Schultz because they, I believe they have a lot of cap space available and they might as well keep the guy that they already have a proven connection with. Yeah. But if Brevin Jordan can be the tight end too, behind Dalton Schultz, or heck, if Dalton Schultz doesn't come back and they bring in a rookie or a different player, there's an open camp competition possibly for Brevin Jordan to take part in. Sure. Now, do I expect him to win that competition or uh, be highly productive? No, I'm not betting on it at this point, but he's on your waivers. No one has Brevin Jordan really on the team unless you're playing with me like in a C2C league. So Brevin Jordan, he's free right now. If he can get some more snaps behind Schultz, then – you might have a guy that, if an injury comes along, could be pretty valuable. We've seen the Texans' offense be really good recently. I want a piece of that Texans' offense. Now, if I have to go to the bottom of the barrel and scrape for a piece of the Texans' offense, that's worth taking a stash on. Yeah, I'm okay with that. What What are you paying for? Or do you think he's just on waivers? You I think he's on waivers. If you have to pay for him, I don't think you should pay for him. Yeah, so we're um, talking fab dollars. Zero, zero fab or you, if one if it's your, your minimum. Yeah, I know some leagues they make it so you have to. But you can, you, can, you can go put in a waiver request right now for Brevin Jordan for zero dollars and you'll pick him up. Yeah, I think too if he's on a roster and you want to stash him and you have multiple fifth round picks and you throw a fifth out there and they bite, sure, why not? Or, or throw him seven fab dollars or whatever. It's the <laughs> end mean, of the season. They, they, they might need some fab. One dollar and fifty cents in five dollars. You know what? If he's the, if he's on waivers and I could grab him, I'll scoop him up. I'll throw him on on my bench. That's fine. He could chill out there over the off season. Um, yeah. I'm completely fine with that. And the last player that we're going to talk about today, New York Giants wide receiver, very New York centric today. Um, Jalen Hyatt. Do you buy it with Hyatt? It was a third round pick. I'm hoping that Daniel Jones gets healthy hoping that his offensive line can figure out how to protect him. Nothing's really worked out for the New York Giants wide receiver choirs of late. By the way, their leading wide receiver is Darius Slayton, in case anyone's wondering. Gross. I'm willing to take a really cheap risk here. He's a wait and see. So, I mean, he could go from getting released by your fantasy team to a wide receiver three, realistically, um, because we don't know what the New York Giants wide receiver room is going to look like next year. We know that Wandale Robinson's going to be there. We know that Jalen Hyatt's going to be there. We don't know about guys like Darius Slayton, Paris Campbell, Isaiah Hodgins, or Sterling Shepard. Yes, Sterling Shepard is still there. Still around, by the way. So he could be something. And on the season, um, he only has, I just had it here, sorry, 12 catches for 221 yards and no touchdowns. So only up from here, 
get Daniel Jones back. And let's see, I gotta stop moving around so much. Um, you know, he was another throwing player. All the trades I looked at, his going rate seems to be multiple fourths or a third round draft pick. I'm okay with throwing a couple fourths out at him. I did see one where I'm suspecting it was a non-competing team move, Josh Dobbs, for Hyatt in a second. If you're not competing and you have Dobbs, I mean, I'd rather get a better player in a second, but to get a second on top. Yeah, I mean, I want a better player than Hyatt, to be quite honest, but yeah. It's so. it's not I don't I don't hate that value either. Yeah, hey, at least you're trying to move on and you know make make cash in while you still can with Josh Dobbs. Yeah, for sure. So, um, but I'm gonna wait and see on Jalen Hyatt. Throw him on why throw him on your taxi squad. He's still taxi eligible for one more year. Yes. So those are the guys that we are stashing for 2024, and we hope that we stash you in our Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Try the free trial. Listen to some pods. Hang out. Let's have a good time. Yeah, we always have a good time, Mike. We have a good time in there. It's good stuff. So for Nate, I'm Mike. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thinking about which rookies to target in your fantasy football draft? Look no further than the NFL Mock Draft Database. We are your home for all things NFL Mock Drafts by sourcing experts and analysts from all over the internet. NFL Mock Draft Database also offers users an ever-changing consensus player rankings to keep you informed on the incoming draft class as you build your dynasty team. Think you have what it takes to be a GM in the NFL? Give our free NFL Mock Draft Simulator a spin, which offers many features such as pick trading, historical draft years, and more. Join us at www.nflmockdraftdatabase.com or follow us on X at underscore mock drafts. All right, everyone, that is going to do it for us this week. But if you're headed to a game, make sure you check out SeatGeek.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things live events. It offers the best price available. Use the promo code DynastyRewind. You'll get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Don't forget, if you want to play some best ball, head on over to Underdog. It's the easiest buy-in in fantasy football. And it's not having to worry about setting your lineups, man. That's what it's all about. So again, underdog.com. Use the promo code Rewind. A 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Visit our store over at payhip.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. That's where you find our roster reviews. That's where you find all of our manuals and everything like that. Head on over there now. Grab some merch at spreadshop.com. Link is down below. And we want to see you in our community. And that is patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. But... Until next time, everybody, for my faithful co-hosts, Chev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. Thank you for listening.